Talk Radio. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be here with you today. We'll be taking your phone calls throughout the show. We'll be joined by a special guest in the third hour to discuss sexual education in elementary schools. Won't that be fun and enlightening? It really, it actually will be fun and enlightening. So stay tuned for that. We'll be talking about, well, all sorts of topics today from Ukraine to Israel to COVID-19 and the lab leak theory, just all sorts of we told you so's coming from us today, but a ton of new information as well. We're not going to waste any time today. We're going to jump right into it. So here it is, your daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. Yeah, two days ago or yesterday, the Biden administration admitted that the lab leak theory, that was probably right. Yeah, I was probably right the entire time. How do you think the mainstream media was going to deal with this if you said the same way they deal with everything? You were right. Here's the headline from The Hill. Republicans jump on lab leak report, call for action against China. Yes, first they were saying that the Republicans were making up the lab leak theory. It was a conspiracy theory. It was nonsense. It was political. We'll show you the video. Just one of many videos of Donald Trump saying exactly this and being crucified for it on the mainstream media and by the people who cover the White House. It was a it was a crazy conspiracy theory. Those Republicans were just saying that to get political gain. Then it turned out to be true. And so now they're claiming that Republicans are jumping on it and trying to use it as a political tool. Or we were just right the entire time. Or we're just trying to actually get to the truth. And you people have to make everything political. It's one of those. Republicans are seizing on a new energy Department conclusion pointing to a lab leak is causing the COVID-19 outbreak to call for swift action against the Chinese government, which has refused to cooperate with global probes into the pandemic's origin. Now, they actually have that right. That I actually agree with. Uh, The Republicans are, in fact, using the lab leak hypothesis, the lab leak theory, the truth about the origin of the coronavirus to try to uh, bang the war drums for global war with uh, China. Which is not accurate because it was it was us. It was the CIA and a uh, military operation to create COVID. We funded it. We created the research and uh, we released it. So let's not uh, start a world war. Can we not do that? Thanks. Uh, but oh, wait, sorry, it's too late. Uh, U.S. Treasury heads ahead uh, pledges to fortify Ukrainian economy. Janet Yellen, the U.S. Sec- uh, Treasury Secretary, did a surprise visit to Ukraine to meet with Vladimir Zelensky and other top officials, vowing indefinite support for Kiev despite a lagging U.S. economy and trillions in government debt. I think that just about sums it up. What is she doing there? Giving our money away. Pretty simple answer. Meanwhile, toxic derailment waste heading to facilities in Ohio and Indiana. EPA's Reagan returns to East Palestine. Hazardous waste from the train derailment site in East Palestine will be trucked to four sites in Ohio and Indiana. Hauling resumed after the EPA ordered Norfolk Southern over the weekend to pause shipments headed to Michigan and Texas to allow time for more oversight measures. A lot of people a little annoyed at this, having their farmland that had avoided being poisoned by the crash itself Uh, now coming under threat of having all of the uh, waste disposed on their property. 
Again, we'll get more into that later and talk about the response and the event of the train derailment there in Ohio in uh, all of its various implications. Meanwhile, the U.S. Marshal Service has suffered a major security breach that compromises sensitive information, senior law enforcement officials say. The incident did not involve the database involving Witness Security Program, commonly known as the Witness Protection Program, a source told NBC. But the U.S. Marshal Service did suffer a security breach over the weekend that compromised sensitive information, multiple senior law enforcement said Monday. In a Monday statement, U.S. Marshal Service spokesperson Drew Wade acknowledged the breach. So, it's not good, but it's okay. It's not like we're on the cusp of uh, you know, World War III and that security is important or anything. Finally, we have this. South Africa faces civil war conditions due to possibility of power grid collapse. They're already load shedding. The collapse is on, and we'll get more into this a little bit later. That's our Daily Dispatch, brought to you by Ultimate Fish Oil. Available now, InfoWarsStore.com. It's Tuesday, February 28th, Year of Our Lord 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Train derailments, biological weapons created in labs in China and leaked on purpose. More money being given to Ukraine as we ourselves now facing off against not just Russia, but Russia and China. <laughs> sort of a sort of a uh, stick in the spokes of uh, the globalist plan to have a war of attrition with Russia when they bring in China, who could probably outlast us in any such conflict. We'll get into all of that and more today, of course, the toxic derailment, uh, more information about that. As well as we're going to look back in some history of the Ukraine war and remind ourselves where all of this began. Hopefully we can see where it's all going from here. You know, I've been seeing a lot of um, posts around. Well, we'll we'll get to that when we get to it because we're going to cover COVID uh, a little bit later. I think we'll start today just a little little, little fun piece of media. You know, we we don't want to start off on on the wrong foot. On a bunch of bad news, we can at least spend the first segment having a good time. Let's go to uh, clip number five here. Let's say uh, activist, TikToker, content maker, who's doing his part to uh, counteract and fight fraud here in the United States. Let's watch. Across the street, I'd like to report a fraud. What happened? His name's Joe Biden. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's a crime that he's in the White House right now. Are y'all trying to help? Not to say I that that's he wasn't a Just put a word in to the bigger guys to take care of this crime. I'll see what I can do. Because these gas even... prices, inflation, man, the military stuff, it's killing me. If I die, Joe murdered me with all the stress in my life. <laughs> what are you guys are you making a documentary? Well, we can't talk about politics when we're on duty. Nah, nah, we got to start. Maybe that's how we got in this mess in the first place. Joe Biden in the White House. Oh. <laughs> like, we, we're dying out here. Gas prices, inflation. Gas prices are pretty wild. Above our pay grade, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, though. You're welcome, of course, man. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. <laughs> Knowing we got this dementia man in the White House. <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever authorities you have to beg to do something about the situation that we're in, uh, I think that's just great. I think it's fantastic. Now, we are going to – I'm just wondering where to begin because we, we have so many places to go 
And again, it's like it's so early in the morning. Do I do I really want to talk about World War? Do I really want to talk about these sorts of things? Uh, well, it's my job. I guess I have to. I just want to, I would like to keep it light for as long as possible. Uh, but maybe that's it. We got about two minutes into the show. Now it's time for uh, the horror to uh, wash over us. But I think we'll start with clip number six here. I, I tweeted this out. We, uh, myself and um, our archivist, dug into the uh, Infowars archives once again uh, in a in a exercise of I told you so, an exercise of we were right the entire time. Talked a little bit about it yesterday, about the fact that even people that are pretty much on the ball, pretty much understand what's at stake here and and have been suspicious of everything from the start. I mentioned Stu Peters was one of them. I saw him on um, Twitter. I I love Stu Peters. I think he's uh, very good at what he does. Not 100% on board, but I I don't need to smack talk anybody on our side. I think he's good. Uh, But, you know, even he was like, hey, we've known about lab leaks since April 2020. It's like, well... I mean, we knew about it in January. We knew about it in January, and luckily, we uh, published our findings. So this video, clip number six, was a report that I did standing out in front of the White House in January of 2020. This was before most news outlets had even reported on the existence of coronavirus. We gave you a full breakdown of everything that was happening with coronavirus, everything you needed to know about it, including facts like that it killed mostly elderly people and was you know, much more – dangerous to those in the older age bracket than anybody younger uh, another thing that they pretend like they just found out about a month ago somehow before cnn or the new york times had even mentioned the word covid19 or coronavirus we knew all of this beforehand we really are tomorrow's news today next year's news today and so it's not enough just to say that we're, we're going to show it to you so here it is the video from january i believe 24th 2020 Uh, just months before the COVID-19 pandemic would truly begin. InfoWars knew all about it and told you about it. Let's watch. Coronavirus is what they call a zoonotic virus. That means it comes from animals and goes to humans. And the suspected outbreak was caused by the uh, participation in the so-called wet market. It's a seafood market, but in Wuhan, one of their things they do is they like to eat basically any type of animal. And you can see menus where foxes, hedgehogs, bunnies, mules, I mean, anything and everything. Videos circulating, eating uh, baby mice while they're still alive, bats in soups, just uh, incredibly disturbing stuff. But this is how they say the virus spreads. Now, there is some hesitancy when I say that because there's also a very coincidental fact that the only uh, you know, a high-level bio lab in China is located less than 10 miles away from this wet market. In fact, it was uh, founded after the SARS outbreak in 2003, and it's the only one that is capable of handling, they say, this uh, this outbreak. And it's there in Wuhan, very close to this uh, to this wet market. 
And this is where some of the conspiracy theories uh, come in. Now, the outbreak of coronavirus is rather suspect, as I mentioned before, because of the lab located so near to that wet market. In fact, you have a headline here from Nature magazine inside the Chinese lab poised to study the world's most dangerous pathogens. That is from February 2017. And so the, the suspicion is that perhaps they were somehow mutating these viruses, somehow working on these viruses, perhaps even creating these viruses, and in an attempt to either create a genetic uh, weapon of some sort and it just got out, or perhaps they were just looking for a way to create vaccines and because of not following certain precautions, it allowed it, allowed it to leak. So there, that was us uh, reporting on the uh, lab leak theory, the you know accurate reading of the situation, uh, all the way back in uh, January of 2020. Now, I've been seeing people uh, on Twitter express this sort of sentiment. Uh, Cat Turd said this. We were right about the lab leak. We were right about natural immunity. We were right about masks. We were right about lockdowns. We were right about the vaccines, right about boosters, about them faking COVID numbers, about the deadly hospital protocols, about ivermectin, about evil Dr. Fauci, about evil WHO, about it being a world power grab. Guess who was wrong about everything? The government sheep trust the science cult. Uh, Liberty Lockdown, another uh, friend of the show, said something similar. To recap, he says, masks don't work, lockdown uh, didn't work. The vax wasn't safe or effective. COVID-19 came from the lab. Gain of function was exactly how it was made. Fauci is a fraud. By the way, Biden blew up the Nord Stream. Are you ready to question the defending democracy narrative of Ukraine yet? Or uh, or no, we're still still going on that one. Again, it's good to see people, you know, sort of celebrating uh, being right, reminding everybody that we knew this the entire time. But I have a slightly different reading on all of this. Uh, my recap goes a little something like this. Masks are for slaves and criminals. COVID was released on purpose. Vax is poison and it reprograms your DNA. Lockdowns are just a preview of the climate lockdowns yet to come. Remote learning makes you trans. All right, that's kind of a stretch, but I think you get where I'm going with that. Death count was inflated, using nursing, nursing homes, by the way. Not inflated in the sense that the numbers were necessarily wrong, but in the sense that they uh, murdered tens of thousands of elderly people in order to get the numbers up to a place that was uh, appropriately frightening to the American people. Uh, Social distancing was a psyop and collapse is just part of a much wider globalist scheme. See, it's good to know that we're right about this and that so much of what we've been saying for the last three years is finally coming to the fore and being admitted by the mainstream media. But it's not enough just to recognize that things like lockdown didn't work. You have to recognize that it was never meant to work. It was never supposed to work. Masks were never about stopping the virus. Social distancing never had a scientific basis. These people weren't wrong about something. They weren't well-intentioned, but just messed up a little bit. This was malice. You know, they always say, don't attribute to malice what can be explained with incompetence. These people aren't incompetent. They did this all on purpose. All of this was on purpose. All of this was by design. Everything that we're seeing unfold before us is part of a wider collapse program uh, so that they can rebuild with the Great Reset and uh, build their global technocracy world government and keep us all enslaved like ants. That's what it's all about. Don't don't take your eye off the ball. Stop, don't stop looking into the future for what all this is about. There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win, but it takes dedication, it takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. 
infowarstore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset in the War for the World. Ultimate Bone Broth, back in stock. Nitric Boost, uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video all right welcome back ladies and gentlemen we're gonna stick with the covid lab leak theory the theory a little bit longer you know we've been saying for years uh, years and years, three years at this point, that all of this is an IQ test. All of this is a is a test of whether you are capable of coming to your own conclusion or whether you are willing to be led around like a dog. That That's sort of the, the test that we've all been subject to. Some of us have passed. If you're watching this, you probably passed. Congratulations. You get an A on the human chart. But uh, – most people failed. Most people just utterly, horrifically failed. And especially with the lab leak, I, I so remember very, very early on in the pandemic, before most people had really heard about it, when it was first being discussed in mainstream media, I remember overhearing a conversation between my wife and her friends where I told my wife about the fact that it had come from a lab because it's not that hard to figure out actually. Because it was an IQ test. It was like, well, the disease came from here. We know it came from here. Within this very small radius is bioweapons level four bioweapons lab with a history of safety violations and accidental leaks of viruses and a farmer's market. Where do you think the disease came from? It's like it's obvious. It was probably from that thing. But we didn't have any evidence for this. It was just a logical conclusion with the evidence presented. And I remember my wife say, hearing my wife say this, like, well, it may have come from a lab. And then hearing her friend respond, no, that's conspiracy theory. That didn't happen. And it's just like, how could you possibly know? How could you possibly know that it didn't come from a lab? I mean, you don't know it came from a lab, but you don't know that it didn't come from a lab. So how are people so willing to brush off 
a perfectly reasonable conclusion because the media had just informed them without any basis that it was conspiracy theory, that it had been debunked. I think the word debunked was actually used. You know, there's, there's, there's two ways to debunk something. One is to say it's debunked, and that's the mainstream media's tactic, right? When they just say it's been debunked, and that's a debunked thing, debunked, 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 <laughs> it's, it just means they don't want you talking about it. It just means it's true, but they don't want to admit it, so they call it debunked. The other way that you debunk things is by offering the reality, is by telling the truth about the thing. So, you know, we had a video on American Journalist segment recently that was debunked. Trump's didn't cause the train accident in ohio right the talking point from the left is that it was because trump hated regulations which is why five years later a a train fell off the tracks and the epa and the Biden administration ignored it for two weeks that was trump's fault and that was the talking point we debunked that by showing that not only the talking point that they were saying had no relation to the reality of the situation the train crash had nothing to do with the regulations that trump uh, changed or or limited or removed no, just nothing of the sort and then we gave what the real cause was which was the failure of the hot box and you know another a whole, whole bunch of other stuff but th- that's the way you actually debunk something you actually debunk something by telling the truth of what it is if you want to fact check something you don't have to fact check anything you can just say what the reality is when they fact check or when they debunk it's just a claim they're making to tell you to shut up and that's all it is so it you know it's not that people i mean maybe iq test isn't the right phrase because not necessarily an iq test like my wife's friends but very 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 smart people but they get tricked I, I so i don't know if it's iq i don't know if it's trust i don't know what it is that causes people to subject their own thought process to the will of people who despise them in the mainstream media and continually lie to them but they do but that this is what happens and so the lab leak was an iq test it was a, a test of uh, free thinking, whether when presented with the evidence, you could come to the obvious logical conclusion or whether you submerged that conclusion in the will of the people who just wanted you to not talk about that because they had a political impetus and a political motive for that not being the case. And again, you know, we talked about it. I've talked about it before. I call it a subjective deflection. This is what they're engaged in here. Republicans jump on lab leak reports. So again, we've gone from Republicans try to claim the lab, uh, you know, a lab leak hypothesis is the correct one to, okay, the lab leak theory was real. And now Republicans are using it. They're jumping on it. They're using it to get political points. All of this is only being said because the Democrats or the mainstream media, the I don't want to call them Democrats. They're just the party, right? It'd be in 1984. It's just the party, the group that runs the world. Uh, They don't want it to be the case. So they have to project the politicization of it onto the Republicans. We have a couple of videos to illustrate this. Let's go first to clip number 12. Uh, Trump at the time was crucified for saying that the Wuhan lab uh, was the source of the virus. Let's go now to clip number 12. And my question is, have you seen anything at this point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the origin of this virus? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I think that the World Health Organization should be ashamed of themselves because they're like the public relations agency for China. And this country pays them almost $500 million a year. And China pays them $38 million a year. And uh, whether it's a lot or more, it doesn't matter. It's still... They shouldn't be making excuses when people make horrible mistakes, especially mistakes that are causing 
hundreds of thousands of people around the world to die. So again, that was very early on in the pandemic. Trump says he did see information that had come from Wuhan lab. And uh, everybody was very mad at that because they had political implications that they wanted to tack on. Not because what Trump was saying was false, but that's the way that they framed it. Uh, Let's go to clip number seven here. This is MSNBC's Nicole Wallace talking about Trump's COVID lab leak theory all the way back in 2020. Let's watch. Traditionally driven by science, not presidential politics. And the scientists aren't the only ones rankled today by Trump's effort at reputational repair. The New York Times also advances recent reporting on U.S. intelligence agencies, which we learned this week provided intel in the president's PDB as early as January about the lethal spread of COVID. Those same agencies now have been tapped with investigating one of Trump world's most favorite conspiracy theories. New York Times reports this, quote, senior Trump administration officials have pushed American spy agencies to hunt for evidence to support an unsubstantiated theory that a government lab in Wuhan, China, was the origin of the coronavirus outbreak. That's according to current and former American officials. The effort comes as President Trump escalates a campaign to blame China for the pandemic. Some intel analysts are concerned that the pressure from the administration officials will distort assessments about the virus and that they could be used as a political weapon. Right, let's pause weapon right there. Again, again, intensive- they say that it's, they're worried it'll be used as a political weapon and that these claims will distort the scientific inquiry into the science no no they so it's just it's just pure projection i mean you don't have a really new explain it's just pure projection they are distorting the accurate inquiry into the science by outright rejecting a perfectly reasonable and feasible suggestion based on politics because they didn't want trump to be right because they didn't want this to be able to be used as a tool against china now china definitely did mess up the response they withheld information they did they were not transparent with what they were doing but it was american money that funded it it was american scientists that created it it was an american program that created covid so now that the republicans are using this to try to you know foster war with china keep in mind it was our own deep state that released this poison on the world and then took charge of the recovery uh, by which of course they meant declare martial law lock you in your homes put a mask on your child and uh, all that great stuff oh the vaccine too it kills you i've got some good news our high quality supplements really work and we have about an 80 percent reorder rate with customers that's the good news they're amazing The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're we're going to move on to some other topics here, but um, Matt, you were bringing up some some good points. I mean, all of this is, is extremely complicated, right? So you can say things like, it wasn't China, it was the, the CIA that released this. As we know uh, from uh, whistleblower Dr. Andrew Huff, that Peter Daszak was contacted by the CIA uh, in relation to the creation of viruses. We know that the lab in China was funded by EcoHealth Alliance and the uh, NIAID or USAID, whatever the funding mechanism is. I mean, it was largely an American invention. Uh, but you were pointing out, Matt, that it's you know it's not just it's not just China that benefited from the COVID virus, you know, wiping out the Donald Trump presidency, uh, but really everybody involved in this had a political motive to cover things the way that they were covering them, to hide truth that was inconvenient. Uh, I mean, it was all, I mean, it wasn't all profit motive, but it was all motivated by their own selfish desires. Well, let's think about the major players here, right? Um, and, and I'm kind of taking the next step in, in the actual conspiracy theory-ism, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm kind of going out on a limb here, but, you know, to say that China purposefully released this virus Let's look at the time, right? Uh, you had China, which was in a trade war with Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump was really popular. He had an economy that was rolling. I mean, it was hot. Whether um, wh- whether you look at the numbers and you assess that, or you look at people's attitudes, I mean, it was it was in a going in a positive direction for America. Um, Donald Trump was also at war with the intelligence agencies, mm-hmm. right? And you look at all of these players involved in uh, the perception of this pandemic and lockdowns. And uh, what I what I see is that China released it, the, this virus. I see that there was an incentive for big companies like Amazon um, and other big corporations to say, oh, yeah, this lockdown, we got to lock it down because that killed all their competition. Mm-hmm. Right. It gave them uh, great business. When you look at the intelligence agencies, right, they wanted to say, oh, yes, this was a pandemic and, oh, no, it couldn't have been China because everybody wanted to take Donald Trump down. The media was quick to promote, you know, the the fact that it was life and death, right? CNN had chirons all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, these death numbers, everything. And when you look at the mainstream media, right, they are captive to the Democratic Party. They They are you know, allegiant to them. And, you know, they they just wanted to take Trump down. The Democratic Party wanted to take Trump. How do you take down the number one thing, which is the economy, which is what he was running on? Well, you have a lockdown, right? So it's easy to see that that these major players may not have coordinated together, but there was an incentive. Yeah, they all had their own reason for following the the same line. No, yeah. To stab him in the back. Like, I think it's almost exactly like right. Julius Caesar. <laughs> almost. It's almost like that. And of course, you know, one of the major things about it was the mail in voting. I mean, they had mail in voting laws rearing to go, like ready to go. And that was the, the major way that the fraud happened. And in fact, we're, we're going to talk a little bit later. I'm planning to talk a little bit later about the uh, Dominion suit against Fox. And people are pointing to the Dominion suit and saying, see, Fox admitted they knew that the voting wasn't or the uh, 
you know, Dominion machines weren't the cause of the fraud, but they promoted that anyway. My argument would be that the fraud that occurred was not it didn't have to do with code in the machines. It had to do with very basic, like uh, ballot harvesting, uh, mail-in ballot fraud on a huge scale. I mean, we have the undercover video with the Detroit leaks of them literally training the poll workers on how to cheat and how to avoid oversight by using the COVID rules. So there were those water leaks that never actually happened. Yeah, that all, like caused all, an evacuation. All of that stuff is legit. All of that stuff is confirmed. It's hard to get to the bottom of these things when you're distracted with stories about, you know, code being sent to Italy and G- Germany. It's like, so, you know, everybody knew it was f- fraud. Everybody knew the election was not legitimate. Instead of focusing on the real things that we have evidence for, uh, they were sent on wild goose chases about, uh, you know, voting machines that, that weren't actually didn't actually cause it so i you know i think covid played right into those hands destroyed trump's economy and i think you're exactly right the pharmaceutical companies china i mean everybody had a stake in trying to destroy the trump presidency trying to set up the conditions for which the presidency could be stolen from donald trump and his supporters could be declared you know anti-science domestic terrorists and a threat to human safety and uh you know be justifiably targeted for that and of course we predicted all of this early on if only people had listened if only more people had listened we know that a lot of people save themselves from the more damaging personal effects of this conspiracy by uh listening to us but the wider american public were hoodwinked at the end of the day now, while we're on the topic, we'll continue with uh, COVID for a little bit. We are going to talk about the Ukraine war. We're going to talk about South Africa and what lies ahead for this country, likely if we don't make a major change, as well as I mean, Ukraine, Israel, the train derailment. Still have a lot to cover in today's program, but let's finish off with COVID with a couple more headlines here from the dailyskeptic.org. Stroke consultations shoot up by 25% since vaccine rollout. These numbers come from, I believe, the... UK, if I'm not mistaken, since they have more of a unified, yeah, this is uh, the NHS hospital consultation activity to see whether that would offer some insight into the uh, incidence of stroke in the UK over the last uh, few years. And you can actually see a noticeable rise in consultations for stroke, uh, ordinary uh, admissions, 25% higher than it was before. I personally know somebody who has started having strokes since they were vaccinated. It's hard. It's it's really I understand how hard it is for people to um, consciously recognize that the vaccine may have caused the stroke. I know in the case of uh, my friend, it's just like, you know, it's just it just happened. You know, he's just having strokes now. Thirty five years old. He's just he's just having strokes and there's no there's no reason to it. There's no there's no reason behind it. Right? It's just it's just happening. It's like, well, maybe it's the vaccine, man. You know, it's hard to hard to come to that conclusion. Did I just uh, did I skip it or have I not gotten to it yet? OK, yeah, this one from the BBC. This is a pretty amazing turn of events. Uh, again, you know, it's just everything about the covid leak when the, the lab leak theory, when Trump was first promoting it, they said, no, he's not promoting it because it's real. He's promoting it because he benefits from it politically. And then it came out to be true. Like and this is the way you need to interpret it. If it's not true, you interpret it one way. 
if it is true or even has a possibility of being true, you have to interpret it an entirely different way. You interpret the people speaking about it as not being politicized but rather speaking the truth regardless of the political consequences and the people who were shutting it down and saying it was ridiculous and saying it was unfounded and refusing to even talk about it. They had a political motive for doing that. Now, if they can keep you in the illusion that it was never a lab leak, then it's the inverse. Then you believe the opposite. But here they're doing it again, and again, they are taking their political stance, and they are warping reality. They are warping the science. They are intruding on the pursuit of truth to warp it to their design. BBC reports, COVID inquiry. There's an inquiry into COVID. Race should be at its core, say campaigners. So yeah, they're launching an, an, an inquiry into COVID about the lockdowns. Who benefited? Who brought this about? Was it really done out of a pursuit of health and public safety or were there personal you know, benefits being gleaned from all of the things that they were doing? We're not going to get answers to any of those questions. They're going to talk about race. They're going to take the COVID inquiry and they're going to center it. And at its core, it's going to be about racial differences in the UK. Okay, so we're not going to get any answers. They're going to warp it. They're going to take their politics and completely destroy any legitimate pursuit of truth in favor of their furthering their ridiculous divisional campaign. Race should be the central part of the UK's independent public inquiry into the pandemic, campaigners say. And of course, this is then promoted and, and reported by the BBC as if this is a good thing. We're talking about the unequal impacts of the pandemic. So we'll never get an answer. We'll never get an answer. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95, it's all available at InfoWarsStore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
back, folks. This is the American Journal. Infowars.com has the story. Fifteen times Infowars told you COVID-19 was man-made and leaked from the Wuhan lab. I've noticed uh, some some clips are missing, so I just I just sent some people the uh, some some more clips, including the one that we played earlier out in front of the uh, White House where we talked about it being man-made. But you can see the 15 times uh, at least that we talked about coronavirus being man-made from all the way back in January of 2020, February of 2020, again, before most outlets even discussed coronavirus or COVID. It was Nancy Pelosi still out there going, go hug a Chinese person, right? While we were telling everybody, not only is COVID real and dangerous and there should be things happening to prevent it from coming to these shores, uh, we were also telling you that it started in a lab and was created on purpose in a gain-of-function program. And we don't like saying we told you so. We, we would really like it if people just listened to us the first time. <laughs> it would really be nice if we could just avoid the three years of purposeful collapse and destruction of the family and the, the community and the economy and just uh, you know if we could avoid all of that it would be really nice not to have to say we told you so it'd be it'd be really nice just to just have people in positions of power or in the public sphere that just have the confidence and courage to stand up for what's right and tell the truth in the beginning not three years after it actually matters but this is Infowars we are tomorrow's news today it's it's our it's the blessing and the curse we are always right about what what we predict and what we say is coming down the pipe. And it's just what's actually going to happen, what's actually occurring, what the truth is, is it's just hard to believe. It's just people can't handle it. It's, it's, it's a heavy burden to bear, I guess. It's a lot easier to live your life believing that the people in the government want what's best for you and the viruses just pop up out of soups every once in a while. Like it's just easier to believe the childish nonsense you're peddled from the mainstream media Uh, but we're adults here and we have to deal with the reality of the situation and the reality of the situation is that we are currently being confronted on all sides by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy of globalist superpowers that are attempting through every deceitful measure they can bring to bear to enslave humanity with the ultimate goal of its almost total destruction i mean they still want to exist they still want to Uh, rule over the empire of dirt they're creating but they don't want all of you around they want depopulation but their life is too valuable and that's the uh that's the real thing you need to know about all of this and i hope i really hope that you're supporting us in this mission and that you are helping us to spread this word by spreading the links spreading the videos downloading them re-uploading them band.video, video infowars.com sharing the articles just sharing all of this and of course the best thing you can do to support us in this mission this almost futuristic mission like here we are in the future desperately trying to yell back into the past to uh fix things before they go too far you can help us in this mission we're all in we're fully dedicated we have dedicated our our lives our reputation everything to the attempt to tell the truth all we ask is that you support us in this mission by going to infowarstore.com we make it so easy for you to do so because the products really are amazing they really are great everybody knows the value of fish oil it's probably if i had to guess it's probably the most popular supplement on the face of the earth 
most people I know take fish oil on a daily basis. The problem is they're taking fish oil that's lower quality, that doesn't really pack in the punch that high quality, really good fish oil does, which is why they should all be going and you should all be going to InfoWarsStore.com to get ultimate fish oil. It's 50% off right now. And it's, uh, again, just it's life-changing stuff. Fish oils have been for a long time one of the most recognizable supplements on the market for a very good reason. Studies have suggested that fish oils and fish oil supplements can lower blood pressure, decrease growth rate of plaque, and prevent cognitive decline. With each capsule containing 1,000 milligrams of EPA and DHA, Ultimate Fish Oil is like eating half a pound of cooked tuna or a pound of catfish. Built on creating a formula with incredible amounts of super concentrated EPA, DHA, Ultimate Fish Oil contains wild anchovy, purified fish oil, ultra-pure Antarctic krill oil, high-quality wild-caught salmon oil, vitamin D, and vitamin E. It supports optimal health heart, optimal joint health, uh, I'm sorry, uh, optimal heart health, did I mispronounce that, Uh, cognitive health, immune function, vascular health, circulatory health, all of these are supported by Ultimate Fish Oil, and it's right now 50% off on InfoWarsStore.com. Please go there today for your sake and for ours and for the world's and for humanity and freedom and uh, everything we hold dear in this country and around the world. And we still have a lot to talk about in today's program. We're going to take your phone calls as well, of course. I think in the next segment, what we'll do is we'll play Donald Trump's latest statement. He has been coming out with these policy proposal videos, each one of which has been an absolute grand slam, slam dunk, knock it out of the park, genius policy proposal, whether it's basically doing what uh, Bukele did in El Salvador and going to war against the cartels on our southern border, or the man's even suggested, Donald Trump suggested that you be able to sue the public officials who lower bail or allow repeat criminals out on the street if you are then victimized by that criminal. It makes perfect sense. Some dude commits a crime. Instead of being locked up, the authorities let him out on the street, and then he victimizes you. Well, he's the perpetrator. He's the one that needs to be charged and held to account for it, but he's had accomplices. In this case, it's the prosecutor or the district attorney or whatever Soros-funded subversive agent has embedded themselves in your local government. So Trump's just come out of – with so many of these uh, brilliant policy proposals. His latest is about how to tackle globalism. We'll go to that in the next segment. But let's talk about Ukraine a little bit first, and we're also going to take your phone calls uh, uh, next hour as well. But we're going to talk about Ukraine and the war there. For a little while, we're going to go now to clip number four. I saw some question as to whether this was a legitimate segment or not. I wasn't able to do research into it uh, this morning, like really dig in and try to find the original source. So it's just a repost. And some people are insinuating that this wasn't a real report. I, I think it's real. It looks very real. Uh, the translations, as far as I can tell, are legitimate. Uh, it sounds, looks, and, and has all of the appearance of a real segment. And I'm pretty sure it is. I just wanted to give that caveat uh, just in case this this was somehow mislabeled or something. I don't think it is, though. I think this is a real video. It's CNN from 2014 where they did a report on Donetsk and the residents of that province of Ukraine coming under attack by the president of Ukraine, Poroshenko, begging him to stop the bombing that is destroying their lives and and killing their families. Uh, So let's go now to this clip from 2014 as we remind ourselves what this Ukraine war, like where it really started and what it's really all about. Let's watch. 
Petro Poroshenko will have a hard time winning back hearts and minds in this city. As the people of Donetsk sweep up the debris of their homes and livelihoods, they are hardened against a president they say is killing his own people. We are Ukrainian, but they kill us, this man says. So we probably need our own country, because these people in Kiev, they are not brothers for us. The shells hit these homes days ago, but the tears are still fresh. We live on the ground. It was so hard for two weeks, especially for 27, 28, 29th. But only today it's quiet. Sorry, sorry, I need to go. Two people were killed outside this block of flats last Wednesday. One of them was a 50-year-old woman, the other a 34-year-old woman. Her husband, who won't talk to us, he says he's in shock, managed to make it down to the cellar with their little child, but she just didn't have the time. And this is a story that repeats itself over and over in dozens of apartment blocks with civilians being killed by the constant shelling around Donetsk. The city's trauma hospital is filled with the civilian wounded, shrapnel embedded in the flesh and bone of market sellers' legs, the broken limbs of pensioners far too old to run. There was one war, and this is the second war, this old lady tells me. I was born in 1940 in World War II, and I will probably die before this war is over. Valentina Popova in the next-door ward lost her leg and her arm to indiscriminate artillery shells. Switching to the Ukrainian language, she makes a heart-rending plea to the president. We used to dance, sing, do everything in Ukrainian, she says. Poroshenko, Mr. Poroshenko, please listen to us. Why don't you understand your people? Be a man, be human. Please stop your aggression. Stop this war. But there is little sign of that. This once thriving city is now half empty. And of course, now the country is half empty as there are only about 22 million residents of Ukraine left after a pre-war population of around 35 million. Yeah, that's what started. We'll, we'll get into that again on the other side. We're going to go to a video from Donald Trump and then we'll talk about the war that Victoria Newland made. I've got some good news. Our high quality supplements really work and we have about an 80 percent reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com Joe Biden claims to support American manufacturing, but in reality, he's pushing the same pro-China globalist agenda that ripped the industrial heart out of our country. It ripped us apart. Biden and the globalists support raising taxes on American production, 
They support more crippling regulations killing American jobs. They support skyrocketing domestic energy costs. And they support massive anti-American multinational agreements that send our wealth and factories overseas. Very simply, the Biden agenda taxes America to build up China. China is the big beneficiary. We cannot let that happen. And just a couple of years ago, it wasn't happening. China paid to the United States hundreds of billions of dollars, and no other president got 10 cents, legitimately 10 cents from China. My agenda will tax China to build up America. The heart of my vision is a sweeping pro-American overhaul of our tax and trade policy to move from the Biden system that punishes domestic producers and rewards outsourcers to a system that rewards domestic production and taxes foreign companies and those who export American jobs. They will be rewarded and rewarded greatly, and our country will benefit. To achieve this goal, we will phase in a system of universal baseline tariffs on most foreign products. On top of this, Higher tariffs will increase incrementally depending on how much individual foreign countries devalue their currency. They devalue their currency to take advantage of the United States, and they subsidize their industries or otherwise engage in trade cheating and abuse. And they do it now like never before, and we had it largely stopped, and it was going to be stopped completely within less than a year. As tariffs on foreign producers go up, taxes on American producers will go down and go down very substantially, and that means a lot of jobs coming in. Not only will this system end our gaping trade deficits, and they are massive right now, and bring back millions of American jobs, it will also bring trillions and trillions of dollars pouring into the United States Treasury from foreign countries and allow us to invest that money in American workers American families, and American communities. This plan will be the linchpin of a new strategic national manufacturing initiative that builds on my historic success in ending NAFTA, which was a tremendous thing, a tremendous achievement. Nobody thought it could be done. And we did USMCA, US-Mexico-Canada, and it was an incredible thing. But we're also going to end other unfair trade deals, and we'll end them quickly. In addition, as a matter of both economic and national security, I will implement a bold series of reforms to completely eliminate dependence on China in all critical areas. We will revoke China's most favored nation trade status and adopt a four-year plan to phase out all Chinese imports of essential goods, everything from electronics to steel to pharmaceuticals. This will include strong protections to ensure China cannot circumvent restrictions by passing goods through conduit countries, countries that don't make a product, but all of a sudden they're selling a lot of product. It comes right through China, right out of China, and right into our country. We will also adopt new rules to stop U.S. companies from pouring investments into China and to stop China from buying up America, allowing all of those investments that clearly serve American interests. We're not going to allow bad things to happen to our country anymore. And we will eliminate federal contracts for any company that outsources to China. Biden will never get the job done. 
He is weak on China because the corrupt Biden family has received millions and millions of dollars from entities tied to the Chinese Communist Party. Everybody knows that. They try and hide it, and the fake news doesn't want to talk about it. Biden's pro-China economic program puts America last, and it's killing our country. My cutting-edge trade agenda will revitalize our economy by once again putting America first. And by the way, we'll get along very well with China. And you know what the reason is? They'll respect us again like they did just two years ago. We will quickly hey, become be a something? manufacturing Wouldn't that be nice? Like the world wouldn't that be nice? You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun on today's live broadcast of The American Journal. Glad you're here with us. However you have found this broadcast, if you can hear my voice, you are the resistance. And what a resistance it is. You know, I'm sick of hearing... I think of hearing even jokes about, like, well, you know, when we're uh, when we're all living in huts, those those liberals will, you know, sure regret it or whatever. Like, the, just the the insinuation that we're somehow on uh, an unchangeable path towards ultimate destruction. It's that type of thinking that leads us down that path. I I really cannot help but think that we are on our way towards a slow and and hard won victory i really can't see any other outcome for this maybe it's my you know uh, crippling optimism but everything has fallen apart everything that they have created the entire edifice that they have painstakingly built over the last several decades is not just showing cracks it's really starting to crumble and whether it's people like Bukele in El Salvador showing the path forward, showing there's a different way, rejecting the globalist yoke and giving people hope in a, in a hopeless situation. Like, do you realize how bad El Salvador was? Do you have any idea how they have a lower – I think they have a lower murder rate than we do at this point in one year. One year. Just goes to what I you know, keep saying. Like all of this is solvable. All of these problems are imminently solvable. The people in power won't do it. Because they don't want to, because they have a different plan for us, and it has nothing to do with our, with the correction or the, you know, remediation of the issues that we deal with. It has to do with the taking advantage of the issues that we deal with. So, you know, whether it's the war in Ukraine, whether it's violent crime, people are waking up to the reality of the situation at such a fast, uh, a quick rate, fast rate, and it's really our job. I guess here at InfoWars to put this into action and help people understand what we can do to stop what's coming. Because it really is possible. It really is imminently possible. And you're seeing more and more people stand up against, for example, the war in Ukraine. There was another protest yesterday, this time in Brussels. We saw the ones in France and the ones in Germany and the ones in UK, massive showings, tens of thousands of people out in the middle of town standing up against the war in Ukraine. Another march was held in Brussels yesterday. We can go to clip number one here and just play it as B-roll. But again, you can see the massive number of peace protesters demanding end the war in 
Ukraine into the U.S. NATO war in Ukraine. They don't want it anymore. Women against war. And, and again, this is bringing together people from all sides. And there's more stuff bringing together people from all sides. We'll go to it in just a little bit. But I'm, I'm starting to see opportunities to extend the olive branch to even our most intractable nemesis, nemeses, opponents on the other side, including like the DSA, the socialist, right? When you have libertarians and socialists coming together, when you have the people that just want what's best, even if they have different views of how we get there, we care about peace. We care about prosperity. We care about things that are human and natural and good and opposed against us are the uniparty of the Democrats and Republicans inevitably and consistently and without pause taking us towards warfare, division, hatred. So like opportunities for coalitions are opening up across the board. And of course the, the powers that be have programs that they're enacting to try to prevent this change. But I, I really am, am hopeful about the future. And one of the things that makes me a little bit hopeful is you can see that the warmongers pushing the conflict in Ukraine are standing on increasingly shaky ground. But again, that just makes them double down, and that will be their ruin. Here's the story from Gateway Pundit. Janet Yellen makes surprise visit to Kiev to announce another $1.25 billion in aid to Ukraine. Why is the U.S. Secretary of the Treasury going to Kiev? Why is that happening? Because Kiev is, at this point, a de facto proxy state of the U.S. And this, you know, wholly domestic position of U.S. Treasury Secretary has been co-opted and taken over by globalist agents who are using it to perpetuate their policy with no concern whatsoever as to the benefit it would have for the American people. From Infowars.com, U.S. plans to carry out false flag op in Ukraine using toxic agents, uh, Russian military says. The United States plans to organize a provocation in Ukraine with the use of toxic agents while blaming Russia. Commander of Russia's nuclear, biological, and chemical protection troops, Lieutenant General Igor Kirillov, said in a briefing on Tuesday. This has been a prominent feature of this war, each side accusing the other of being about to do some sort of false flag attack. Of course, we've showed you videos on this show of – Ukrainians using chemical weapons on the battlefield. They're actually doing that. All of the red lines that typically would apply to Russia, they've already been crossed by Ukraine, and America doesn't care. Ukraine already bombed Poland, right? Ukraine already – maybe they didn't participate, but they were the beneficiaries of our bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline. They're using chemical weapons. They're torturing prisoners of war. They are forcing their own citizens at 16 years old into the trenches to be slaughtered in a pointless exercise of uh, this murderous campaign. And all of this started way, way back, uh, nearly a decade ago, when Victoria Newland uh, turned her snake eyes towards Ukraine. This story from Robert Perry was written 
uh, all the way back in 2015 when he said Victoria Nuland engineered Ukraine's regime change in early 2014 without weighing the likely chaos and consequences, wrote Robert Perry on July 13th, 2015, saying as the Ukrainian army squares off against ultra-right and neo-Nazi militias in the West and violence against ethnic Russians continues in the East, the obvious folly of the Obama, administration, uh, Obama administration's Ukraine policy has come into focus even for many who tried to ignore the facts or what you might call, quote, the mess that Victoria Newland made. Assistant Secretary of State for European Affairs, Toria Newland, was the mastermind behind the February 22nd, 2014 regime change in Ukraine, plotting to overthrow the democratically elected government of President Viktor Yanukovych while convincing the ever gullible U.S. mainstream media that the coup wasn't really a coup, but a victory for so-called democracy. It's all, it's all about democracy, isn't it? And they're admitting that the war in Ukraine is uh, getting more and more difficult for Ukraine. As Russian forces bear down on Bakhmut, Ukraine admits the situation there is more and more difficult. The obvious uh, solution would be, hey, uh, why not come to some sort of diplomatic agreement and not uh, kill all of your people? But that's not the path they're taking. They're taking intransigence and hardheadedness. Now, the Kremlin has also said that NATO is de facto at war with Russia. Nothing could be truer. Obviously, this is what's happening. And you hear people, whether it's representatives in Germany or here in the United States, say things like, we are at war with Russia. We're not. There's been no declaration of war. There's been no debate as to whether there should be a declaration of war. But Jake Sullivan uh, went on the Sunday shows and uh, may have accidentally said the quiet part out loud. Let's go now to uh, clip number nine, Jake Sullivan. Dead-eyed angel of death, I should mention. still asking the U.S. for F-16 fighter on the jets, right. but President Biden said on Friday that psychopath. Ukraine doesn't need the F-16s now. I know Drags you said behind him, uh, war that and murder like a dog. doesn't have the training and the maintenance capacity to use the jets, but look at is the Just real reason you're not giving Ukraine Don't these look at jets look at him. because you're trying to balance how far to go in supporting Ukraine without antagonizing Russia too much? The real reason, Dana, is that we are taking a very hard look at what it is that Ukraine needs for the immediate phase of the war that we're in. The war that we're in. The war that we're in. And this phase of the war requires tanks, infantry fighting vehicles, armored personnel carriers, this phase of the war that we're in. We, we are not in war. So that you, this is treason. Can this is treasonous activity. This is the F-16s are a question. State Department and the executive branch usurping the power of the United States Congress to actually declare a war. These people should all be removed. They should all be tried for treason. They started this war. They brought about the conditions to create this war. They are benefiting and profiting from this war, and millions are going to die as a consequence. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars, for decades, has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth, finally, sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, 
critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Supermill Vitality, they're all available and in stock, ready to ship to you right now on InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. We didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we're going to do a couple things here. Uh, first of all, I'm going to open up the phone lines for your calls. We'll be taking your calls throughout this hour. We have a special guest, Monica Yatuma. She's going to talk about what parents can do to protect their children from the so-called sex education taking place in their elementary schools. But until then, we will be taking your calls. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. And we'll be taking your calls throughout this hour. It's always a it's always a struggle to balance all of the news that we have with the phone calls. And of course, it's not because you know, it's not because the phone calls are some sort of obligations because I want to go to as many phone calls as possible because you give us some of our best information. I mean, we've broken so many stories recently thanks to the phone calls, especially with the Ohio train derailment. I mean, the day, basically the day after it happened or the day after the story really took off, we covered it on Friday, but that Monday, uh, I mean, we had callers, uh, you know, train conductors and train engineers, as well as environmental remediation experts who told us, it's like all sorts of things that I hadn't heard anywhere else that explained so much about the entire situation. I mean, it was really a bunch of brilliant input. And since then, I've seen similar things, you know, talked about in different articles. But I mean, we got the dirt here early on uh, with those experts calling in. And whether it's experts or people who just spend their time, uh, you know, getting this information or just they just have personal information that they want to get out to a wider audience. I mean, that's what American Journal is for. And you people, you fine people have helped us to uh, really break in and be ahead of so many massive stories. I was even looking up uh, one yesterday. I think it was the – it was another uh, – so our, our archivist, Sean, was sending me all sorts of information about like our, our old topics. He was compiling stuff for this article 15 times. InfoWars uh, told you COVID-19 was uh, man-made. And, oh yeah, this was it. It was uh, on January 27th, 2020, I went to Home Depot 
to look at respirator masks. Again, this was before anybody mentioned masks in this country. Nobody said anything about masks. As people were still in mainstream media saying COVID-19 is nothing to worry about. Uh, coronavirus is it's a conspiracy theory. Go hug a Chinese person. Um, they were still making all these claims. But we had a caller call in who said, yeah, I just uh, went to Home Depot and saw some Chinese people buying up boxes and boxes of masks. Maybe you should look into this. So, of course, we went to uh, Home Depot and filmed and found it was exactly the same thing happening here. So, again, yet another scoop of ours brought to us by our callers. So, uh, you know, it's such a valuable thing to take our calls. But then we have so much news to cover that it's hard to, to strike the right balance. I'm doing my best, folks. We will be taking your calls uh, throughout the show today. And again, the goal of all of this is to get the best information to the most number of people possible. And you help us in this mission by not just calling in, not just sending us tips, not just sharing the information that we have, but of course, by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Everything else you people do is is unbelievably admirable. You know, we just, I really, it's, it, uh, it warms it warms the cockles of my heart. I think is the is the saying they use to see things like uh, I, I should really grab the picture. Somebody on Twitter sent me a picture of their truck with just Infowars gigantic across the back uh, the back glass, or just you know putting stickers up, wearing your t shirts around. I mean, all that stuff is so unbelievably helpful and and you know reminds us of what and who we're fighting for. But really the best thing you can possibly do is going to InfoWarsStore.com. The crew, the uh, writers, the uh, content creators at Band.Video, the money that it takes just to keep the servers up. All of it costs money. All of it is necessary, and all of it requires your support. And so we'll keep going as long as we possibly can, and the only limiting factor we have in our growth and our power is you people, is whether you go to InfoWarsStore.com and uh, purchase products and of course they they help you as well incredible products uh prebiotic fiber you know prebiotic fiber is um like everybody knows fiber is really important and when you look at you know the number the the amount of fiber and things like like an apple like a big apple will be less than five grams of fiber uh you're getting 25 grams of fiber with prebiotic fiber at least that's the uh, uh that's 25 grams of fiber that the FDA recommends everybody take per day and prebiotic fiber can make it so easy for you to get there. Much easier than eating 10 apples is doing a scoop of probiotic fiber, a prebiotic fiber that is. Amp up your body's prebiotic potential with prebiotic fiber. So unless you want to sit down and eat an entire bushel of apples to get the fiber you need for your day, uh, why not just try a scoop or two of uh, prebiotic fiber? It has the same effect and uh, of course helps us fight the info war along the way. We'll go out to your phone calls in the next segment. I see Patty from Boston's calling, but I think we have beef, Patty. <laughs> beef, Patty. That's kind of funny. No pun intended. Uh, we got beef. We got beef. You insulted Alex Jones. So we're going to go to Patty from Boston in the next segment. He's going to start with an apology for being so pointlessly rude to Alex Jones, who's a great man and uh, deserves nothing but – you're thanking him for providing you with the endless amounts of entertainment and information over the years. So we'll go to Patty. Patty's going to apologize. Maybe we'll talk during the break. Make, make sure to get things right. Because otherwise, can't do it. Can't let you on. So we'll do that in just a second. But I want to um, go to a video first and tell you something first that you, you should probably know. Of course, Oxford in UK, as well as some other cities in Australia and elsewhere in the UK – are implementing the 15-minute city in an attempt to create 
a prison system around your very city uh, demanding that you need permission to go into the next neighborhood or go pick up your kid from school. Uh, And all of this is simply a prelude to social credit score, total prison planet, absolute technocratic domination. Let's go now to clip number three where a news report is celebrating that Cleveland, Ohio will be the first 15-minute city in America. Let's watch. Mayor Bibb introduced the idea of being the first 15-minute city in the United States. He did this in his State of the City address last night. The urban planning model is new, but city planners told our Sarah Shookman the time is now to tap into federal dollars to address some of Cleveland's deeper problems. Imagine a Cleveland where everything you need is less than 15 minutes away. It's this ideal planning framework where human needs and desires are accessible within a 15-minute walk, bicycle ride, or transit trip. And that's really what we're striving for in this new planning model. City planner Matt Moss says it doesn't have to be a dream. Instead of a concrete jungle where people work and separate places where people live, in a 15-minute city, everything is closer. It's starting out with the city we have now and then asking residents how they might want their community to grow or change in ways that, again, make things more accessible or provide them with more opportunities to access the things they want to get to in their day-to-day life. We're going to provide opportunity. We're going to make things accessible and convenient. Uh, No, you're building a prison and you're enticing people to become uh, willful prisoners in your technocratic panopticon. Uh, We're not going to fall for it. But this also isn't anything new. They said there that it could possibly be that Cleveland becomes the first 15-minute city. We've said this before. Just like with any of the COVID measures, just like with any of the things they want to impose on us, if they made sense, people would do it willingly. They're not asking us whether we want this. They're not doing something like building a city as, a, as an example and then inviting people to it and showing them what a wonderful thing it, it could be. No, they're imposing this on an unwilling populace, making their lives infinitely more complicated and restricted, as they say, whether we like it or not. This has nothing to do with convenience or accessibility. These are the lies that they're telling you to get them to let you in the door like a vampire. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. They say Cleveland will be the first 15 minute city in America. 
But these things are not new by any means. In fact, here we have from the Boston Foundation in the Center for Housing Data, 15-minute neighborhoods repairing regional harms and building vibrant neighborhoods for all, dated September 2021. You know, you found out about 15-minute neighborhoods when they're implemented. And we react to it as if this is something that somebody just came up with. And they're like, what if we do 15-minute neighborhoods? And we're like, no. And they're going to be like, ah, darn it, okay. That's not how it works. For years, these plans have been in the background. Slowly but surely, they've been building coalitions of mayors and activists and industries to have everything laid out. So by the time it goes public, you can't really resist it because it's already in motion. That's what they've been working on for a very long time. So again, this is from September 2021, where they say Boston will be a 15-minute city. And of course, it's the same thing that you hear uh, about every other proposal for the so-called 15-minute cities. It'll be, you know, they use these uh, these little code words. Uh, Each one of us deserves to live in a vibrant, healthy neighborhood where we can get to everyday destinations without too much hassle. These are neighborhoods where you can pick up a library book or walk to the local market, where children feel safe playing outside, where you have to scan your face and get an illegal injection to go to the supermarket, right? Those are the things they don't say. No, they don't mention where this really goes and what the point of this really is, which is turning your neighborhood into a prison block that you need permission to leave. That's the actual purpose of all of this, and of course they're not going to tell you that because evil doesn't tell you what it's doing or else you wouldn't let it in the door. Like a vampire, right? There are these metaphysical things that humans have uh, passed on through legend and myth for a very long time. That's one of them, that evil has to be invited in. It has to be welcomed in. It can't tell you I'm going to get into your house and bite you in the neck and turn you into a slave. You'd never let it in at that point. No, they have to charm you. They have to tell you of all the good things that are going to come from – Letting you in their house, letting them in your house, rather. And we know what the, we know what the purpose is. Good. It says repairing regional harms. What yeah, about repairing harms. globalist harms or globalism? What about just right? stopping it in general? Yeah, and again, like exporting all good manufacturing jobs outside cities, you know, to other 100%. countries, leaving poverty in its wake. Oh, you want you want to talk a little bit more about uh, globalism and, and how they're saving us from things? Reflecting sunlight to cool earth must be studied before climate change gets much, wor- gets much worse, urges group of 60 scientists. This again from yesterday. More than 60 scientists from prominent institutions are advocating for a rigorous study into the reflecting sunlight away from earth to mitigate the effects of climate change. Oh, they're just going to block out the sun like, like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. 60 supervillains gathering together to promote the idea of blocking out the sun for the sake of humanity. These people are psychopaths, right? Uh, Britain will have to sacrifice 40% of its farmland to biofuel to make net zero air travel a reality. Now, I don't like the idea that they want to sacrifice nearly half of their farmland, right? Because obviously this is all part of their wider plan to just literally destroy the system of nature itself and replace it with a man-made alternative instead of throwing seeds on the ground and having them grow into plants that you can then feed to your livestock that then give you meat and milk and everything you need to survive they would rather have giant you know office blocks full of you know, growing algae or you know pigs in a cage where they never get to move for their whole lives uh, because it's more sustainable and you know controlled and then they get to have an absolute veto power on your ability to get food 
or buy food. So whether it's blocking out the sun or destroying farmland, that's the ultimate goal. Don't ever forget it. Absurd. 40% of its farmland they want to destroy to make biofuel. I don't want to destroy the, the farmland, but I like the idea that they're growing biofuel rather than chopping down old growth forests in places like British Columbia or Virginia and then shipping them across the Atlantic and then claiming it's carbon neutral because they didn't use coal. That's what they're doing now. Again, you just, all you have to do is illustrate, elaborate, explain the actual policies and programs of the globalist, and the absurdity is on its face evident, undeniable totally absurd the most absurd part about all of this is whether they're destroying all of the farmland or blocking out the sun none of it is necessary purposeful or even sensical uh, steve malloy on twitter zero u.s warming for 18 years per u.s climate reference network temp stations that's no u.s warming despite 30 percent of total man-made co2 emissions driven warming is a hoax a hoax so this is u.s climate reference network data updated 15th to the 17th of this month the average temperature anomalies uh, don't exist haven't existed for 18 years the temperature is not rising uh, and of course they don't care they're going to block out the sun anyway on the idea that Temperatures are rising even though they're not. So are they going to bring about an ice age? Uh, are they just going to poison the earth with aluminum in the atmosphere? Do they even care? What can we do to stop them? All questions I would like to see answered, but don't hold out a lot of hope. As to people that are doing this, don't feel the need to explain themselves. They impose and we submit. That's the paradigm they're working towards. Now we're going to go out to your phone calls. We're going to go to Patty in Boston. Patty, you call into this show and – uh, sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree. You have an acerbic wit. I share that sense of humor. We sort of dig at one another, but it never gets personal. We always have respect for one another. But you called into the Alex Jones show the other day, and we're just vicious for no reason and insulting without making a point. Uh, so I'd love to hear what you have to say, Patty. But first, I would love to hear an apology for uh, you know talking to Alex Jones in such a pointless and disrespectful way. Patty, you're on the air. Are we going to get an apology? Sure. I, I think that uh, I was uh, a little bit uh, rough with Alex. Um, he he kind of opened the door to uh, mm. to having his rear end kicked a couple of times, which I obliged him. Uh, but I, I probably should not have. I probably should have uh, taken the higher road. Um, just like, you know, it, earlier you said something, uh, warm the cockles of your heart. And I don't want to be a cockle blocker. You know, I, I'm not trying to, to, to uh, block your cockle. Uh, and I and I shouldn't have done that to Alex. I guess uh, you know he called me a hooligan at the end of the call and hung up on me. Which he, I mean, he hangs up on me every time. But he called me a hooligan. That's kind of unusual. I haven't uh, nobody said that to me except for my grandmother when I was fifteen. So uh, you know it, it it was it was weird. But um, you know I think it was mostly in good humor, right? I mean, we were kind of busting each other's chops. It wasn't like mean spirited. I don't know, think. You know, you and I bust each other's chops, but it's you know, it's usually about right. a topic. It's you know, I just the personal attacks, Patty. I can't. I, I don't like him, and uh, he doesn't deserve him. And you didn't even you know, even the the people on your side were were total total jerks to oh, you it, afterwards. It, you know, I got I got way more way more guff from the left than I did from people on the right. I think most most of my friends on Twitter on the right. Uh, who, who you know, people you would know, kind of just send me messages saying, "Oh, it was kind of funny, or whatever. It was no big deal." But people on the left were like, "How dare you call him fat?" And I was like, "Oh, come on, are we serious? Like, we have to erase like every comedian in history who ever made a fat joke at this point." 
Like, Alex didn't get mad at the fat joke. Like, I mean, he, you know, I, I'll give him credit for that. You know, it's, it's people are, if you can't tell the difference between, uh, you know, bullying a teenage girl for being overweight and, and, and making a joke about a 47-year-old, you know, uh, man, then what are we doing with ourselves? Penny, like, I'm I, serious. I, I, well, I think I, I think I know the issue here. I think um, that you consider yourself to be on the left and the left are um, – humorless dirt bags so i don't i don't no, know why you more. insist on on trying to uh be a part of them like you nobody cares on our side and like yeah it was it was rude and i, I don't want to you know have somebody insult alex and welcome on this show like uh you know nothing happened but you know we're not about to ban somebody from our platform uh you know because no, they, they make an off-color joke i appreciate that because i mean it, it, the the instinct on most for most people on the left would be to just say hey you can never call in here again but it never even occurred to me that you guys would ban me like it, it just didn't like because i know you won't like you know unless i went outside the the lines of you know like cursing and things of that nature with not that i've ever done that before but i'm just saying you know like i i knew that you guys would be like okay yeah whatever we can we can take it we can take a joke and i appreciate well, that we can take it and uh, I'm, I'm sorry we didn't actually get to get to your point but i appreciate yeah the, but you got a lot of callers so i, 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 I but I, I appreciate the apology and one day you'll learn one day you'll learn the left is the evil side and you'll just give it up already i have been in a 28 year marathon battle with a globalist i have come from nowhere the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back ladies and gentlemen we're going to the third hour by monica yatuma 
talk about the Great Schools Initiative. We'll take your phone calls throughout this segment as well. Let's go to uh, Margie in Minnesota. Uh, Margie, I understand uh, you've called in for a few days. We haven't been able to get to you, so happy to go to you now. uh, Margie in Minnesota, you want to talk about uh, Biden signing the order for the uh, WHO treaty. Go ahead, Margie. Hi, Harrison. I'm the one that gave you the word the wolf poke about six months ago. But, uh, yeah, it was very frustrating trying to get a hold of you to just get someone to bring this up before Monday. And now it's Monday, and I still haven't heard anything. Did he sign it? What's going on? And, and all these distractions, I think, are partly for us not paying attention to this. Uh, yeah, that, that could be very true. You know, it's kind of... Um it's kind of hard to say what's going on. Uh, basically, you know, the president can't sign treaties for us. That's not how it works. That power is supposed to be in the hands of the Senate. See, I, like this is just part of a larger thing of what's going on now of just the executive branch, the deep state, just grabbing power wherever they can. Technically, we're not supposed to go to war without a declaration of war. Right. By, we, by the Congress. I don't think we have a, a, a declaration of independence anymore. I think they've just burned that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's there's what's on the Constitution, there's what's on paper, and then there's the reality of the situation, right? They're not allowed to do the things, but if they do them and nobody stops them from doing it, I guess they're allowed to do it. I mean, that's sort of just how it works. Like that's that's just what predicates mean, or uh, um, yeah, predicates. Like it's if they can do it and get away with it. Next time they'll do it again and say, well, we already did this. and You guys let us get away with it there. So this must be constitutional. And then we have to try to stop them somehow. So the Biden administration has agreed to sign on to the WHO treaty, but they don't have that power. They don't have that right. That's a usurpation of a uh, power that's solely designated to the Senate and the Congress. Uh, AP has the story, a, a WHO pandemic treaty draft doesn't sign over U.S. sovereignty. Oh, oh, no, never. Of course not. The claim is this, a legally binding World Health Organization pandemic treaty will give the organization authority to control U.S. policies during a pandemic, including those on vaccines, lockdowns, school closures, and more. The AP's assessment that this is false. The voluntary treaty, which is in draft form and still far away from ratification, does not overrule any nation's ability to pass individual pandemic-related policies. Multiple experts, including one involved in the draft process, told the Associated Press, the treaty lays out broad recommendations related to international cooperation on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. Nowhere in the 30-page documents are lockdowns, closures, or specific citizen surveillance systems mentioned. So they don't mention them, but they do give the WHO power to actually apply sanctions to countries that don't go along with its plan. And just because they don't say lockdowns in the treaty document doesn't mean that wouldn't be one of the measures that they would then demand that uh, countries would have to submit to under threat of uh, retaliation from the global community. So it is absolutely selling our sovereignty out. It is absolutely granting lawmaking abilities to an unelected international cabal that has no oversight, no ability for us to choose who goes on it or, or you know what their uh, policies are. It is a total usurpation of our national sovereignty, and it's being done without going through the proper process, which means it's illegal and shouldn't be happening. So. Uh, yeah, that that's what I know. They're trying to cover it up, of course. They're trying to uh, you know, push this. They're trying to claim that 
uh, you'll still be able to pass your own pandemic-related policies, then uh, why sign a treaty? Like, this, is, this is the weird thing about it. Just it falls apart in just the most basic logic. They're like, no, no, no. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. It means that you get to do whatever you want still, and it just means there will be recommendations. Then the obvious question is, why should there be a treaty? If it's just recommendations, then you don't need a treaty, so we won't sign the treaty. And they're like, no, no, you have to sign the treaty. And it's like, oh, okay, that's because there are obligations. That's because there is legal, you know, punishment for not following what's going on there. Like, all this stuff just just falls apart the minute that you think about it, the minute that you look at it. If it's not if it's not enforceable by law, if it's not a usurpation of our power, then we don't need to sign a treaty and everything's fine. We are signing a treaty. They do want us to sign a treaty because it explicitly does those things. It does usurp a power. It does replace our sovereignty with an unelected uh, global government, which, by the way, utterly failed when it came to COVID. In my lifetime, they have had one challenge – it was coronavirus, and they failed on every front. They covered up the source, covered up the origin, covered up the spread until it was too late to stop and contain it, enforced and suggested and demanded uh, policies and interventions that not only totally failed but caused a plethora of other negative outcomes from all of this. So why you would ever agree to do anything these people said, let alone sign a treaty with them, is nonsensical, totally pointless, illogical, uh, pursued on purpose by the people in power because they don't have your best interest in mind they have control that's my that's my interpretation of it uh margie it is still moving forward but uh they're essentially trying to circumvent the actual constitutional uh, process this should go through by having the biden administration sign it instead of the senate which again not legal but if they do it and we allow them to do it then that's the uh predicate they need to act like it's legal so that we don't allow them to do it and with no one talking about it like Infowars or pete santilli i tried to get him to bring it up um it's not getting out there harrison yeah we we have we have talked about it we haven't maybe dedicated enough time to it but it's hard to it's hard to dedicate enough time to anything with all the stuff coming uh coming down but we we have been covering it we have been uh been talking about it i i think i covered it earlier this week and last week as well but um i i didn't cover it today so thank you for reminding us of this and uh i'll make sure to dedicate more time to it in the uh in the coming days thank you for that margie let's go now to janet in nevada nevada nv you have uh suggestions for trump go ahead janet you're on the air well first of all i think that um trump should promise to revoke uh, immunity from Big Pharma, obviously. And second, uh, medical care and uh, financial compensation for vaccine victims. That is the one policy I have not seen him come out with. He's, he's covered just about everything else, but he's still sticking to his guns on the vaccine, which, again, could just be a self-preservation tactic as, you know, we uh, we don't know if uh, – you know, if you were to say yeah. it was it was fake, then they'd go, "Okay, it's your fault. You're going to jail now." I mean, well, well, they're going to say that anyway. You know? Right? Yeah, could be uh, true. You know, uh, Greg Reese's most uh, recent report about how they released the um, tainted toxic vaccines. Doses, yeah, yeah, to the red state. Uh, I kind of wonder if they timed those releases to his uh, rallies, to Trump rallies, knowing that he would get up there and tell everybody to go take it. 
Uh, maybe so, maybe so. But you know, again, when he would say that, he would get booed at his rally. <laughs> like the rally would boo him. Which again, it's so it's so funny. They're like the cult of Trump, and then like. Yeah, have, but, you ever, have you ever seen a cult where the cult never, leader gets booed by his followers? Like that, that, that's not how cults work. Actually, we're free thinkers and uh, we're free to disagree with Trump all we want. Thank you for no, the call, I Janet. Most, most, uh, I, I'd love to talk to you more, but I, I want to get to at least one more call here uh, since we, we are sort of truncated on time. Let's go to uh, Rick in Australia. Rick, you say the last three years have been hell in Australia, but more people are waking up. What do you have to tell us about this? You're on the air. Yeah. Hi, Harrison. How are you, mate? Um, Good, thanks. Yeah. Uh, good to hear from you, mate. Thanks for calling in. What's uh, yeah. what's life like in Australia these days? It's it's been an interesting past couple of years. You know, um, the last sort of six months, I've seen a lot of people start to vaccine regret. Mm. Has been massive, and uh, we've sort of seen you know, the death rates very high compared to usual. So you've seen. 17 to 20% above historical averages. Each of the last months, it's been October was 36% uh, above uh, historical data. Uh, I think it was November 17 and a half the last month. Uh, January 2023 was 20%. And it's not like, you know, usually in summer it might be a bit higher because there's bushfires. There hasn't been any of that this year. So it's, there's, there's a lot of vaccine resentment going on in Australia and You've even seen it a bit in the media, sort of media people are questioning the vaccine and uh, it, it's it's sort of it's sort of uncharted waters. It's it's sort of like you've got half of the people who are obviously, you know, still in denial and probably will have a coincidence and you've got the other half who are in regret. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, thank you for the call, Rick. We, we do have to go to break here. We'll, we'll take more calls um, in the beginning of the third hour before we welcome our guest. But, you know, now is the time to explain to people not only were the shots, you know, nothing they said was real. They knew it was false the whole time. People have this idea that like, well, they, you know, they tried their best and maybe it didn't work out right. We need to show them the evidence. Go back in time and go, everybody who was paying attention knew this was wrong and they did it anyway. It's hard to believe that we're already going into March 2023 and the world is an insane place. World War III has already started. Biden is a puppet and is dissolving our borders. There's mass censorship. James O'Keefe's been removed from Project Veritas. The list goes on and on of the bad things that are happening. But the good things that are happening is humanity is really accelerating its awakening. But those of us on the forefront are under more attack by the establishment than ever. That's why I'm counting on you to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, and keep the broadcast on the air by getting great products at InfoWarsTour.com. And whether it's a final signed copy, they're almost all sold out, or the great reset in the world for the world, or Ultimate Bone Broth finally back in stock after over two years, it's all available at InfoWarsTour.com. These are truly amazing products. So get your InfoWars products at InfoWarsTour.com and enrich your life while keeping the broadcast on the air. It is your decision on whether or not we stay on air, so please take action now at InfoWarsTour.com. 